I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt.co, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong says, you better write FinCEN. There's been a mix-up at Bitmain, and Bitcoin hits another all-time high. Coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, December 31st, New Year's Eve, 2020. 12 hours from now, we will be in 2021. It's been a rough year for a lot of people, but this year is going to be over. I don't know how much difference turning the zero to a one is going to make, but hopefully it gives people a different outlook. Everything in 2020 has been one bad news to another bad news to another over-sensationalized headline, and we're just sick of it. So maybe that zero to a one will give everybody a fresh start and thinking a new way of the possibilities for the future. And now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at midday, Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $28,428, up 1.5% from yesterday. Ethereum, 528.67, down 0.4%. Litecoin, 123.22, down 1.7%. That is four days of consistent downs for Litecoin. Chainlink, 1126, down 1.6% from yesterday. And XRP, 21.6 cents, down 2.3%. However, total market cap is up 2% from yesterday, sitting at $454.6 billion. BTC dominance is 70.5 cents. And as you heard in the opening introduction, Bitcoin broke past another all-time high yesterday, hitting $29,321, climbing 7.35% in 24 hours. And by the way, Bitcoin is up 531% since the crash in March. You remember March? You remember when everybody thought we lost all our money? But we didn't because we hodled, we had faith, and we understood the basics of Bitcoin. And they keep printing money. Here's some other Bitcoin tidbits. There are only 4.2 million Bitcoin, or 22% of all Bitcoin, available to buy and sell. Most of it's being hodled by these institutions that are not going to part with their Bitcoin anytime soon, according to Glassnode. This year alone, 1 million Bitcoin has been locked up or has become illiquid. Now, let's not forget, out of the 21 million Bitcoin that's going to be mined in this whole existence of mining in Bitcoin, there's been a lot of losses, too. A lot of Bitcoin is lost forever. So that's also going to bring the supply down. So not only do we have institutions hoarding, buying, hodling, and locking it up, we also have losses of Bitcoin. And there might be more losses when people try to cash in their Bitcoin and find that they don't have their private keys. Let's see how this plays out. I always say that. Let's see how this plays out. But that is a big factor of Bitcoin lost forever in the ether. I don't know why I said ether. It's a whole other thing. Anyway, you, you you get what I'm saying. And another Bitcoin tidbit, Bitcoin's market cap surpasses Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway. Why is that a big deal? It isn't really, but Warren Buffett has been a notorious hater of Bitcoin. And it's kind of like one of those things where you see the market cap overtaking Warren Buffett's, but it's really a bad comparison because there's no head of Bitcoin. 
Warren, he's doing really well for himself. I mean, there's not many people that do better than Warren Buffett. He should be very proud of himself. However, for Bitcoin, for everybody who's been hodling and supporting and working in the industry to have these, I guess, pinnacles of wealth creation and investing be wrong, it's a very good feeling. And moving on to the news today, and we got a lot of it, so bear with me. Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong has penned an open letter encouraging the exchange's users to oppose proposed changes in crypto regulation. The changes proposed by FinCEN would require crypto businesses to impose KYC checks on customers' private wallets. Armstrong argues that the regulation is being rushed through, with affected businesses given only about 15 days to voice their concerns. So, click this link in the show notes if you want to help pen a letter to FinCEN to say, yo, chill out for a minute, let's figure this out properly, because that's about what it is. Regulations will come. But how do they come? And is thought actually put into making those regulations? Or is it going to be like, throw shit onto the wall and see what sticks? I want thought put into these regulations so they reflect the upcoming future of not only blockchain, technology, innovation, and the economy. And I want to pat myself on the back for a minute because I said Coinbase is going to set up the dominoes for them all to fall for who has XRP on their platforms. And Binance.us just announced that it will suspend trading of XRP from January 13th. This follows moves of the SEC's $1.3 billion lawsuit against Ripple for unregistered security sales of XRP. XRP's price has plummeted since the lawsuit as exchanges including Coinbase, Bitstamp, OKX, and now Binance.us have suspended trading of the cryptocurrency. Oh, and I forgot to mention Bittrex as well. And sticking with Binance, Binance the company, not Binance.us, but Binance in general. If you remember, on the 28th of December, Monday, the decentralized finance insurance project cover protocol was hacked in an infinite printing scheme, which means they printed more tokens that were actually in circulation. They just kept on printing and printing and then cashing out and diluting the market. And Binance put out this, and I'm going to read it verbatim so you guys know what's going on. After the cover, smart contract experienced an infinite mining attack on the 28th of December. A large number of minted cover tokens, greater than the cover token's circulating supply, were bought by arbitragers on decentralized exchanges and deposited on Binance, causing the price of cover to decrease at an alarming rate and resulting in many Binance users experience significant losses. After reviewing the latest compensation plan from the Cover team, we realized that a large number of Binance users who bought Cover on Binance after Cover's proposed snapshot time of December 28th at 8.11 a.m. UTC would have their tokens become worthless. In response to this, Binance has decided to proceed with a plan that upholds our core principles of protecting our users. In addition to the compensation plan from the Cover team, Binance will utilize the Binance SAFU funds to recompensate for a total of $10.1 million distributed in BUSD, which is Binance USD token, and F. So I want to give a hats off again to Binance for really stepping up and showing people how to make their customers feel comfortable, safe, and secure, and cared for. Ledger, I hope you're paying attention. This is what you're supposed to do. Have a plan and execute. CEO, get in front of the camera 24 hours if you need to to make people feel good. And this is cover. I haven't heard about cover. This is an exploit of millions of people's of data. Ledger, take note. All companies, take note. 
And this article is interesting. I don't know how this is going to play out for the ecosystem of Bitcoin, uh, nor do I actually understand the whole drama behind this, but this is an interesting article. Jihan Wu, apparently the co-founder of Bitmain, has reportedly been bought out of the company by his other co-founder, McCree, John, for $600 million. So reportedly, Jihan Wu would leave Bitmain and retain full control over several large international mining farms, including BTC.com and BitDeer. Some suspect that he's leaving Bitmain to return to MaxSupport, a company he founded in 2018 that provides financial services to Bitcoin miners. It's very interesting that Jihan Wu is leaving. Uh, I don't know the internal drama of this. I haven't been following this, but when I do figure it out, I'm going to let you know because that's a big shift in the ecosystem, the infrastructure, and the mining of Bitcoin to have Jihan Wu leave Bitmain. And the shortest news you're going to hear of tonight, you can now run Brave Browser on your MacBook Pros with the M1 processor. That's the news. Yay for that. The number of addresses holding Ethereum hits a new all-time high at 51.49 million addresses holding the cryptocurrency. And if you're wondering how many Bitcoin addresses there are, well, there's 33 million of non-zero Bitcoin addresses. That means addresses holding just a little bit of Bitcoin. There's 33 million of them. That's an increase of 4.8 million addresses since the start of the year. And there are a couple links that I want you to click down in the show notes. These are very, very good tweets or threads or lists. The first list I want you to read is the nine most innovative crypto artists of 2020. Link is in the description. I don't know how to report on this because you really have to see the art. But, you know, NFT tokens are blowing up this year. People are turning their careers into making art on the blockchain, NFT in them, and getting paid good money. You have to see some of these artists. They're quite amazing. Click that link in the description or show notes below. Another link I want you to click is the 2020 year in Bitcoin, a thread put together by at NLW or Nathaniel Whittemore. He goes through and he gets the best tweets of 2020 from all kinds of different people, from Caitlin Long to Raul Paul to the Wolf of All Streets to all kinds of different people. And he puts them into a thread. Very, very interesting read to see the timeline of Bitcoin throughout the year, from the beginning of the year, through a crash, all the way up to where we are now and how everybody's mindset was if it changed if it stayed the same and the outlooks for the future click that link and finally decrypt media picks its people of the year the DeFi degens a term that has come to describe the self-styled degenerate gambler traders and builders who are pushing the limits of decentralized finance they are decrypt's first ever people of the year decrypt media believes that the degens represent the most important and defining movement that occurred in crypto in 2020 Cooper Turley said, end quote, DGENs are helping to test the fringe use cases of DeFi by pushing it to its limits. Congratulations to everybody working in the DeFi space. Exciting times in 2021. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I hope everybody has a great night, has fun, go out, relax, but be safe, wear a mask, wash your hands. You know, remember, we still are in a pandemic. There is still COVID. And also, don't drink and drive. I want everybody to make sure they get home safe so they can continue hodling into 2021. Happy hodling, everybody. Happy holidays and happy new year.